Open Windows Podcasts. A venture of Hit the Road Cultural Journeys. A journey in time to music and the arts for your enjoyment and enrichment. Presented by Orhan Ahuskal, DMA, solo violinist and former professor of violin and chamber music. Hi everybody, today I'm talking with Daniel Grossman. He is the conductor and artistic director of the Jewish Chamber Orchestra in Munich. And Daniel, you are from Munich and you studied here in Munich. Uh, this is at the Hochschule or, the, uh, or some no. other school? Okay. No, I didn't study in Munich. I, I finished school and then I went to New York and studied there at the Metropolitan Opera. They have a young students program there, but mainly okay. for pianists. And um, but I studied conducting there for some months, and then I went to Budapest, where my parents are from, and there mm-hmm. I studied, and then I came back to Munich. You, you studied at the Liszt Academy yeah. in Budapest, yeah. okay? And you come from a Hungarian Jewish family, uh, yes. and they moved here after the war. I think your mother had said. No, my parents moved here seventy-three. Oh, that late? Okay. So uh-huh. quite late. My parents were born after the war, so they they came here when they were young adults. Now, I would like to ask you, uh, this year is the 1700 years of Jewish life in Germany. Yeah, it's a big celebration under these difficult circumstances, obviously, with the pandemic and all that. I know you are doing concerts and recording projects. Would you like to just tell us about uh, these At least, first, about the 1700 years, what can you tell us? About? Yeah, so these 1700 years, I, I'm not sure if it's, if it's really uh, 1700 years. But okay. So they found a paper in Cologne from the emperor of Rome. He wrote that the Jews should be allowed for, for some city council to take part. Okay. And uh, so they believe that there must have been Jews at that time in Germany, and that's why they... So they that's where that date comes from, 1700 yes. years is a long time. Okay. Yeah, but what I think the nice idea about this year is that in Germany there are not as many Jews. I mean, there are officially, I think there's something around 100,000 Jews maybe in the Jewish communities. Currently. But they okay. say it's around 200,000 uh, Jews living in Germany today. But you don't see much of Jewish life in, in Germany. You have all these new synagogues that, that were built in the last 20 years okay. and um, there are new community buildings. But there's not not lot of Jewish life like in New York or in London and the idea is to show more of Jewish culture and Jewish religion and that's I think that's a nice idea and I think it works quite well and of course uh, as a Jewish orchestra we take part in this in this year and um, our main project is a concert in July in the biggest concert hall of Munich Gasteig. Gasteig, Philharmonie, okay. Gasteig. There could be 2,500 people, but I don't think that there, there will be. <laughs> I would be quite happy with a thousand. If they allow so many people in there. Yeah, but I'm, I'm not really sure. Yeah, and, and we will play really very different music, which is somehow connected to Jewish life. So there will be music from the synagogue, there will be music by Fanny Hensel, the sister of Felix Mendelssohn, 
And I will speak about the connection of the Mendelssohn family to the Jewish culture and Jewish religion. And we will play also music by Paul Ben Chaim, who was born in Munich but emigrated to to uh, Israel. Israel. Yeah, and also Kurt Weil. So it will be a mixture of uh, music by Jewish composers and. So that's the combination of, of the Jewish Chamber Orchestra's project this year. We are already doing our third recording project this year, like this season. Yeah. Um, like we did in December, Kornwald on Schulhof. Yeah. And then we did Semlinski, because Semlinski uh, yeah, right. uh, would be 150 years old this October. So we will release a CD and we recorded this music also on video. So there will be a video on YouTube. And now we record music by Mircea Weinberg. Okay, let's actually direct people to the YouTube page because Jewish Chamber Orchestra has an extensive YouTube channel and there they could find a lot of recordings of Jewish or non-Jewish composers. I know these recent recordings we have made are being gradually released out there. I just saw the very first part of the Schulhof. Can you actually tell us about these Jewish composers that unfortunately not very frequently heard about yeah or heard of so the idea of this youtube channel was it started with the pandemic but uh, the idea i had earlier this idea to to create a youtube channel which is all about jewish culture and jewish religion so there are videos about different jewish films jewish books um, i speak really about very different uh, topics which are connected to the Jewish religion and Jewish culture. And in the same time, we make recordings of music by Jewish composers whose music is not really frequently played and often heard. So that's the idea of the channel. And we play music by by a lot of different composers, like, for example, now Mieczysław Weinberg. He was a Polish Jewish composer. Who, who fled to the Soviet Union at the beginning of the war, so 39, and he was a close friend of Shostakovich. And before you mentioned uh, Schulhoff and Korngold, Erwin Schulhoff was a composer from Prague, a Jewish composer, and he was uh, killed in a, in a camp, it's called Würzburg, it's not a very famous camp, but there he died, he wasn't killed, he died there. Korngold was originally from Vienna and he emigrated to, to the States and became quite famous there. So it's really a lot of different composers. Yeah, it's a really wide spectrum of composers. You're right. Korngold's studying, I actually didn't know of Korngold, but I think it's like in the last 20 years or so, there has been a new interest because he worked in Hollywood and he had been pushed away a little bit from the regular classical music scene because there's that attitude, I guess, like he's a film music composer. But he wrote wonderful music, and, yes. and this piece that we recorded, it's the stage music for Shakespeare's Much Ado About Nothing. Yes. Yeah? So our listeners can actually find these recordings at the... Uh, these are video recordings, and they can find them at the Jewish Chamber Orchestra Munich. It's not off Munich, is it? It's no. Munich. Munich. Jcom at YouTube. That's great. That's really wonderful. This is a very nice idea. I did something similar with Turkish composers because also there is a lot of people who were very prolific, but in the mainstream concert life in Europe particularly, you don't always hear different people. There's always a major body of composers. For people outside of this group, 
it's not easy to actually find in concert halls. So it is a very novel idea that to bring in these unknown, but really great composers. I mean, so far, the works we have recorded, I never played before, never heard before, but they're really, really great pieces. I enjoy playing them. So, Daniel, can you please tell us about Jewish Chamber Orchestra Munich? How did it start? When did you start? What were your goals and ideas? I created this orchestra in 2005, and the idea was not at all that Jewish musicians should play together. I, I think that's really, that's a boring idea and that's a ghetto <laughs> idea. So from the beginning, I had the idea that there should be musicians from all over the world and from very different cultures playing together in, a, in an orchestra. But the idea of the orchestra is to, in some way, all the concerts are about Jewish culture or Jewish religion. So to promote somehow things about Jewish culture and Jewish religion, people don't know. And also in Germany, it's quite, uh, of course, it's a heavy topic. It's always about the Holocaust. It's always yeah. about being the murderer. And I wanted to, to get away from these ideas and to, yeah, to make concerts. People can come and they listen to the music. And I speak something about the music, the composers, about how they are connected to, to Jewish life. And so they get to know more about uh, Jewish life. I understand so you would like to concentrate on the positive things rather than the negative things which are always talked about. And that's a great idea. Like, I don't know, last time I think we played, there was like 12 different countries represented in 18 people. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And today's we're slightly larger. I don't know where everybody comes from, but there is certainly a, more than a dozen uh, countries yeah, represented here. Definitely. Yeah. <laughs> definitely. Yeah, yeah, there are a lot of different countries. And, and that's true. I want to concentrate on the positive things. But on the other hand, I don't want to neglect that there was the Holocaust. They always ask me, you don't want to speak about it? No, I want to speak mm -hmm. about it, but it's not, it's not always the Holocaust. There, there is another part. There is another whole world in a Jewish world before and after and I, I would like to, to show this world too. So it is actually not very common to find it here in Munich either then. No. Yeah, so it's not easy to find it. No, there is there's a big, big Jewish community center. It was built 2006. It's right of the center of the city. That's the it's right next to the Yeah, it's right next to Marienplatz. So it's really okay. in the in the center uh, of the city and and yeah they built a synagogue they built a jewish school they built a jewish community center the jewish museum but i think it's not really a place where people come and people meet it's somehow they're always afraid about about the security i understand this but I would like to, to be somehow more open. In Germany, there are many, many people from different countries who have come here at different times. Like there was a whole group of people who came in the early 90s from the Balkan countries when the, the Bosnian war was happening. So there's different groups, but I do find that within these groups, these people actually remain most of the time in their own small cells, you know, like this area, there's a lot of Turkish people, this area, there's a lot of Russian people or Eastern European people. So, but they don't always come together they kind of live in their own bubbles, and that's certainly the case with a lot of Turkish people I've met. 
so in that way, this is also a very positive thing that the orchestra yeah. does because this is where musicians from all of these places actually come together and make music together and actually we cannot socialize very much right now, but that is the idea. Yeah, absolutely. And I think it would be nice if there would be more projects like this also from other communities, like the Turkish community or the Balkan community. So somehow the people can go there and meet these people and get to know more about their culture. But this is one thing. People can come together, but when a culture is completely directed for its own people, toward its own people, then it doesn't really attract a lot of people outside the culture. Yeah. When you play certain traditional Turkish music, let's say, it doesn't attract people from other cultures, but that's what, uh, when the concert music is important because the music has now become for the world stage. It's a right. universal it's really language. Good. Yeah, I think that you're absolutely right that it's also important that a project like this is the aim of the project is to, to bring different cultures together, also the audience. The project is not aimed for Jewish audience. The idea is that the audience should be everybody, everybody. basically everybody. Yeah. I don't know any Jewish composers from Turkey, but maybe in the future can create a program of different, maybe representing the people in the orchestra, like some pieces from Russia to Turkey to I know there are people from Turkic republics in Central Asia. Yeah. The orchestra in that way represents the idea of uniting people rather than separating people exactly. and shows the richness of their cultures. But the idiom has to be something in common and that's the orchestral music in this case. Absolutely. So hopefully after the pandemic we'll continue like that with these projects. Let me remind you, there might still be tickets for the celebration concert of 1700 years of Jewish life in Germany. The concert is on July 19th at the Gasteig Philharmonie, and there might still be some tickets for those of you who might be interested. If you don't live in the Munich area, then you can listen to the Jewish Chamber Orchestra Munich simply by going to their YouTube channel. Well, thank you very much for your time. I appreciate it. Thank you. And Hopefully, we'll be in, in other projects working together. Absolutely. Thank you very much, Dan. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for joining me today at another Open Windows podcast of Hit the Road Cultural Journeys. Hit the Road is an artistic and educational project that has evolved and been developed in the last 30 years artistically to promote solo violin works that are rarely or never performed, also to educate audiences about different aspects of Western classical music, and we value your support. Please consider supporting Hit Road Cultural Journeys and become a valued member of Hit the Road Inner Circle. Visit our page at patreon.com, type Hit the Road and watch our introductory video. You can support this project then by choosing a membership level and with your small monthly contributions. Hit the Road needs you. Until next time, all the best. <laughs> <laughs>